people are saying, like, oh, the moon affects the oceans, it affects the water, and we're 95% water, so the yeah. moon affects us. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. The gravitational effect on us is not. Oh, the moon has massive effects, though. They, they said oh, that... On the tides, <laughs> no. it has no effect on us. If you, if you ask any sort of... Um, person who's been (laughs) if you ask anyone who's like been in like security or the police for a long time apparently statistically yeah Yeah. on a full moon there's more murders where do we get the word lunatic from yeah that's bullshit because i don't think it was it's been long found that the effect of the moon is it a full moon tonight is it a full moon tonight well you are acting crazily but yeah And that's why I drink. I love Valentine's. I think we should mention it. Am I the only one single? I'm, I'm single. Technically, I'm I'm neuter now. <laughs> You're neutered. <laughs> so you have your balls clipped or something. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I'm going to do the same thing I do every year. I'm going to try and whack myself into an early grade. That's what I do every Valentine. <laughs> well, I didn't get any cards last year. So the only obvious explanation was the postman had a heart attack going up the hill with the... the post bag full of my cards so is many the real tragedy is that he was about to confess his love why is it the courage and then why dies. is it why is it that when it's robbery. really cold even in the depths of winter why is it you see postmen wearing shorts i don't think you I do never. <laughs> i just well, see them everywhere that. i just obviously looking in the wrong place well, i might <laughs> see them in like tv and american shows but it might be a thing that you're just way too like upper middle class to even notice. What to acknowledge like, them? What? To acknowledge what? Well, if there's <laughs> if there's a class far enough below me, they just don't even appear on my radar. Exactly. <laughs> right as far as you're concerned, that envelope was levitating. You just took it. <laughs> Hundreds you like of to years. romanticize life. Exactly. You have to make life interesting, otherwise it'd be very plain and boring. That's why. The approach. Talking about making life interesting. I believe in everything. Made US politics more interesting than Trump. That's my segue. Um, <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> okay, all right. In, in recent, in the modern, in the 21st century, was, okay, you're going to say Barack. All right. No, no, no. I, I actually, I really liked Obama when he got in. Yeah, but he... Now he, I can't he, he fucking stand the guy. The well, it's not really fair on him because he, he had a very fucking tough run. Or yeah, he still has but, a very tough run as president. I just think he was basically America's Tony Blair. He he looked good, he spoke good. America's and just, Tony Blair was Bill Clinton and then yeah. Tony copied Bill. But he didn't, he didn't change anything, Obama. He's really maintained the, the status That's quo. The healthcare bill. Which, which they're changing. They're going to ch- chain, chop and change every couple of years, aren't they? They'll probably... Yeah, if a Republican government comes in, they'll just put it back yeah. to how it was. But I was disappointed him at the beginning. Yeah. He said he was going to close Guantanamo Bay. It's still open. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if he could actually do anything about that, though. He can just close he, it. He brought that up. He's he's in charge. He he's the supreme. He's the commander in chief of the U.S. Army. He could he could like go to the most senior general and say, "Drop your trousers, run around my desk ten times." He He can. He's in charge. This president isn't a king. He can't do whatever he 
wants. And I remember he, brought it, he broached the topic of, yes, we want to close Guantanamo. And then every single senator and congressman across the whole of America was like, well, mm. you're not putting them in my state. But that's why... But that's why I like. But that's why I like Trump because I think Trump will take these executive orders and executive decisions and start World War Three. You know, <laughs> but okay. as always, because I was saying last week Trump had a bit of a bad week. It was a bad week for people who are semi-Trump supporters, people that like Trump, like the fact that he's shaking things up, but don't ever want to see him actually be president. I know. I want. I want to see him as president. Well, him or Bernie Sanders. Well, anyone. Like, anyone. This, this last week then was really great for you. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare for me because now I have to deal with the prospect of like he might actually win. Trump might actually win the nomination. But he is massively popular. Yeah. This yeah. is what we learned this week in New Hampshire. He's far more popular. Than Where is New Hampshire? Is that Middle America? Or? Probably it's not, no, it's north. It's always treated with real gravitas and significance winning New Hampshire. Gives yeah, them the he momentum. Lost the week before in Iowa. Yeah. So everyone thought, okay, that's it. Yeah, Trump's what was done. his response to Iowa? It was pretty fucking infantile, wasn't it? No, he was. He took it quite gracefully, actually. Really? He was saying, oh, thank you, Iowa. Thank you. I really love Iowa. I'm going to buy a farm here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's pretty gracious about it. And then he destroyed Ted Cruz and, uh, what's his name? Rubio. Yeah. Mm. Them, yeah, I've not heard anything from them for the last couple of days. I mean, well, Ted Cruz is arguably worse than Trump. Like, he's a genuine Trump. You get the feeling that there's just a persona. Mm. Whereas Ted Cruz is full-on sociopath. I'd be interested to maybe ask Donald Trump if he wanted to be president when he was, like, a young man. I doubt it somehow. No, he just wanted to make money. Whereas other people, like Ruby and Cruz, you know, they're career politicians. Hillary Clinton is a career politician. It's, it's he's an entrepreneur. in her career, to be honest. She was known more for working at Walmart. I think she was, like, a lawyer at Walmart. She was involved in the Watergate. She was, one, she was on the legal team. For one of the sides on Watergate, she got the sack after like two days. The guy kicked her out because he reckoned she was dodgy. And this somewhere. Trump won in New Hampshire, and he, I think, he won with about thirty-four percent of the vote. Getting Which is 60, a lot. Getting sixty percent of the vote on the Democratic side was Bernie Sanders. Which is incredible feat in itself. It's that high that some people will actually say to Hillary, "Look, you need to drop out now." No, but the interesting thing about Sanders is. One of the most important things about his campaign isn't about him. It's who his vice president's going to be. Because Sanders is 74. He could fucking keel over and drop dead it halfway be, through his presidency. Do you think it'd be a bit of a slap in the face if he offered it to Hillary? To ask Hillary. But I think would she? I think she'd accept it because she'd think, well, I'm probably in with a good chance because this old, this old git's probably going to keel over. <laughs> you know, he'll be do dead. Do you ever feel like you woke up in bizarre world, though? Every day. Because you've got Labour's leader is Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. A guy who... It's, less than a year ago, you would have said there's no chance. He has no hope of ever winning an election. No, he's he deeply no left. Hope of being Labour leader, and he is. You've got Donald Trump. He's looking like he might be the Republican nominee. Who would have thought that a year? ago? I know, but this a lot of this comes down to the idiocy of the public, where they they want something either for change or for well farce. Um, I think when Boris Johnson was getting elected as uh, mayor of London, and then you're like, oh no, what have I done? Well, no, 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 no. It's crazy. It's the, fa- the fact that they're both fairly independent, though. I think the public, American public and the British public are massively cynical these days. Yeah. People, that, that's, no that, has, that has changed. That has, re- that, no trust in the establishment whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. They vote for people they think are anti. 
anti-establishment. Yeah. But they, for some reason, they think it's Trump. But but you're right because the, the, that that change has been very marked in the last two or three years. I've always been very cynical myself, but I think people who I knew as not cynical or just as I thought generally being a bit stupid and not switched on suddenly that they've all got an opinion as well now, and everybody's a bit more cynical. Yeah, but then again, you did vote UKIP once, didn't you? <laughs> I, I, only because I could vote for because I, I I've only had the chance to vote for them once. Oh, wait, did you literally vote UKIP once? Well, who else am I going to vote for? <laughs> God, uh, even my father didn't vote UKIP, and he played with the idea for a long time. He's like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, is a is a uh, what, what kind of it, vote would you call it? We've uh, got a, a, a protest yeah. vote. Yeah, it's, it's not so much a protest. <laughs> it's not. Most people like it, who vote for the best. same party that their parents voted for. Because from the age of about six, they were just in, indoctrinated. Whatever mummy and daddy vote for, I'll vote for as yeah, well. Right? Exactly. So, why, but like I say, change is always good, even if it's a good change or a bad change, but it's still a change. Something having, new will come of it. And if you just, people just keep sticking to the binary left and right, red and blue, nothing's ever going to change. Well, that's and, all there is. There are no new ideas in it's Apart from be... UKIP. Yeah, but back to like, the idea of the protest. Right? And Nigel saying, Farage, like, uh, man, what a guy. Stuart Lee came up with that fantastic <laughs> quote uh, describing so it. Well, yeah, we were talking about uh, people voting for UKIP who are like a nasty bunch. It's like uh, shitting in your hotel bed as a protest against bad service, then realising you've now got to sleep in a shitted bed. But most it's people like are nasty. Most people are a bit nasty. And well, now, yeah. now we've got a party. Everyone's got an element of bigotry about. to them. But even fucking I'm Bush, some of the bigot. shit that you said in relation to the Mexicans, a variety of uh, black people as well. Bush plenty. Trump. Uh, Trump, sorry, Trump, 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 not Bush. Ridiculous yeah, of the stuff you said. Episode one, though, yeah. But what's wrong with being... There's nothing wrong with being bigoted. As long as you don't treat anyone differently, that's where trouble arises. Yeah, bigotry informs actions, doesn't it, really? If I really hated black people and I ran a store, like I'm gonna, it's going to come through a store. one way or another, right? If I own the shop... Yeah. Black couple, black person comes in, whoever, right? I'm gonna. If I was really bigoted, yeah, you could you still yeah, serve them. You, you might still as well serve pop them, a sign up outside you know, saying no blacks, no Irish. Yeah, six pounds. No, no, no. <laughs> you still charge like that'll be four pound seventy. You black bastard. You know, like that, which is which is bigoted, but you're still treating them the same. I don't know. I think I agree with you. People are bigoted to a certain extent. Like everyone everyone holds bigotry, yeah. Tribal. But look what happened to Hillary. Obviously, not her entire campaign was like this, but the last couple of weeks she's been making a big deal. I call it voting vagina. Of course you do, misogynist fuck. <laughs> to Tim's point, I'm slightly misogynistic. <laughs> that's what her campaign... You can sum up her campaign the last couple of weeks as, I'm a woman, I want to be the first woman president. If you're a woman, you should vote for me. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I call voting vagina, right? Mm. And that didn't work. Young women, especially young women, and I think up to about like 30, 35, they all voted Bernie. Even though that's that tribalist politics we were talking about, how she failed to connect them? Because I think people are a lot more switched on now. And they, they look at her and, and like I say, she like Obama, she's a middle of the road politician. She won't say anything that's vaguely against the status quo or challenging. Yeah, Obama's the great compromiser. Yeah, she, and, she, and she, she's, she, she's the same as well, though. But like, so you, you got Trump on the one side saying like, let's fucking deport people. Build a wall and throw burning Mexicans off it to deter other Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, "Yeah." Right? But, then, you, but then you've also got anyway. then you've also got Bernie Sanders. I'm really good at a wall. 
But then you've got yeah. Bernie Sanders. No one builds a wall as well as I do. To his credit, he's saying things just as extreme, but at the other end of the spectrum. He he's saying the same thing. He's actually said, "I'd love it if him and Trump, if one of them was president, the other one was vice president. That'd be the fucking dream team." Both of them. Both of them said like they were against the big banks and they were against all these huge fund funds for the um, campaigns. Where does Trump keep his money? He can't be that anti-bank. Offshore. (laughs) You'd imagine. Yeah. Are you convinced now? Have you come over to my side where Bernie actually has a better chance of beating Trump than Hillary does? I'm a believer. The way voting patterns are in the states, you've got the East Coast, you've got the West Coast. They're all going to vote Bernie. But yeah, then you've true. got this. Then you've the got this. But then you've got this huge swathe, this huge continent, and I, I think that's a lot more uncertain. Don't wake it up. Because the American masses on both the Republican and Democratic side, they both want an anti-establishment candidate. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole and world that's, does. That's I think. Bernie and that's Trump. I think. And it's Jeremy Corbyn. It's not yeah, Farage, yeah. It's, uh, and I, I honestly think you know, even stupid things like Facebook are 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 to blame for like opening more people's minds up. Um, yeah, and and, and and that's why I think the independents are on the, are on the rise because I think more and more people uh, are looking that way. Like me, who who sort of drink bitter and vote for a party like UKIP that I wouldn't really want to represent me, but I'll still vote for them because I think that's actually a more democratic thing than one of these old I, monolithic old parties that my mum and dad voted for. I think the average UKIP voter is a little bit self indulgent. I I think, but the other thing about UKIP is like. I was actually quite upset that you sort of forced me into saying I vote for them. And that's why I think it's going to be the same. Wait, is it a guilty pleasure of yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, <laughs> yeah. Really And I think in the next election, a lot of the people who voted for the Tories were really fucking depressed and pissed off now that the Tories are in because the Tories have like gone really fucking hard on the doctors and they're doing all these stupid things without consulting people. And I think a lot of people who voted in Tory last time, they're going to vote UKIP next time. I'm worried about what's going on with uh, doctors in relation to the uh, current Tory government. Mm. I'd be more worried if I was uh, walkouts and uh, junior doctors going on strike. More sense that our next generation of doctors are looking to emigrate to other countries mm. to take up yeah, the pressure yeah. there. It was a great moment, wasn't it, on question time mm. last week? That woman said, oh, well, look, if my pay doesn't go up, mm. I'm just going to go to Australia. But exactly. Did you notice the audience reaction to that? Yeah. No, Some no. of them did the Pavlovian, I'm on question time. I've heard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just applaud anything like a clapping seal. Most of the audience were like, oh, <gasps> yeah. Because that does like, directly, like that. that directly affects uh, the general public. So you should have mixed feelings towards it because half the argument is that doctors are one of our most needed assets they are vital and they should be treated accordingly and the other argument is because of um is it the hippocratic oath uh that a doctor should 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 really never go on strike and 
just do their duty as a part of the uh, ethos but, of the uh, profession. They, they would. If a junior doctor was on strike and someone fell on the ground with a heart attack, they wouldn't stand there going, well, hold on, I'm in the picket line at the moment. I can't no, I'm not saying that they wouldn't do that. They would still I'm saying people's opinions are influenced by, well, not arguments, but these points. Um, now, That's I think that take. doctors should be treated with far more respect, uh, given the amount of time that they invest into the profession, the amount of hours they work, both initially and uh, onwards. Uh, it's a ridiculous this profession to uh, have to work in why do they even choose to do it in the first place well, I don't know I think I think a lot of them I think a lot of them do it because they're like parents are like you must be a doctor or a lawyer like that yeah, of course okay. there's, there's the influence of that it's also and then they qualify and they're like oh actually this is a bit, bit fucking shit it's a profession of influence <laughs> I'm surrounded by sick people it's the hours are awful it's a profession of influence that has uh, been weaned over the years. Say, go back 40 years, if you were a doctor, a police officer, a, a lawyer, a scientist, a teacher, then the amount of respect that would be uh, given to you was monumental. And, and it directly influenced uh, you know, Joe Public's uh, lives and the way they reacted. There were psychological uh, experiments on people in uniforms oh, yes, and yes. how readily uh, other people would listen to them. Yeah. yeah, I love this one, actually. Uh, it basically had a series of people who weren't even necessary psychologists. They put on white lab coats. They had people come in and uh, the they were given... Is the electric shock thing, exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, they were given like a, a button to give someone behind a screen an electric shock. The person behind the screen was an actor and they were told to give this increasing uh, uh, current uh, fed through to yeah, them to the point where he didn't respond. I was only following orders. Well, uh, in the sense that over they should time, all be euthanized. No, over time, these <laughs> authority figures have, uh, are given less and less respect to the point where they're doing things that would have been unthinkable many years ago, or even today. People are having an issue with the idea that they're striking. Well, I can't wrap my head around it. Why are they called junior doctors? Because when when you hear junior doctor, you think, oh, it's someone who's they just got out of medical school. They're yeah. twenty three, twenty four, whatever. They're young. They don't really need the money. But no, a junior doctor is almost anything but that's below a consultant yeah mm-hmm. and also the amount of hours that they work comparatively to a consultant ridiculous mm-hmm. it is that kind of starting position almost but it lasts for a long time have you ever actually worried I don't, I don't agree with the government position that we need less people to be dying on Saturdays which is essentially <laughs> their position well who cares what exactly it shouldn't be affected and if there was a sign that statistically more people were dying at these points surely there'd be think the stat is you're 10% more likely to die on a Saturday than a Wednesday. And that's what's driven this whole junior doctors need to work on weekends with because uh, they used to get overtime pay. Yeah. I think it was like paying a half, something like that. And Jeremy Hunt's taken that away. He's enforced the contract on them. I didn't even know that was legal. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. I know how I'm running my business now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid you've got to do that. Yeah, Jeremy Hunt is hated. Hey, 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 hated. Almost as much as, much as Michael Gove was, was to teachers. Do you think teachers hated Michael Gove more than doctors now currently hate Jeremy Hunt? Well, I think teachers are far, far more militant than um, uh, doctors <laughs> in that they go on strike far more readily. So they voice their attitudes to him far earlier than <laughs> teachers don't have no doctors are now. Oh, not really. They're an opinionated bunch. <laughs> Massively um, opinionated, especially the longer they're in the profession. Whose side are you on? Are you on the doctor's side or are you on Jeremy Hunt's side? I'm on the doctor's side because I. The, the one thing that pisses me off about all these problems is when you actually look about the figures involved. You know, benefits, fraud, unemployment things, feeding the homeless and the stupid. Yeah, the amount of money that we spend. <laughs> yeah, the, the amount the amount of money that we spend that or we should spend on that is 
is infinitesimal compared to what we spend on stuff like the military trident. And I, I just think that's why I think even though I'm, a, you know, I think, oh, they're just moaners. They should have thought about it a bit harder before choosing to become a doctor. But there is money there. Yeah, Are they overworked? Really really definitely. Really definitely. Are you concerned about the pressure? I voted UKIP. <laughs> when you say like UKIP voter, it's like you're a Tory, which has always. I've never voted for the Conservative Party, though. I know because you've got no free will. But like, <laughs> again, I think you'll find like like I'm saying that even though they're diametrically opposed, you know, Trump and Bernie on some things, they're the same. Like you said, they both hate bankers. They both hate bankers. That's that's Everyone what I mean, and that's what I mean. Right there could now, be someone. Yeah. It's an easy who, And again, the whole right-left dialectic. Again, it's it's just semantics and word games to keep us trapped in this little no, it circle. Used to, it, politics, used to, <laughs> politics used to mean something, but no, it's been dead for about twenty years now. Politics. Or what you have now is popular. Russell Brand sitting next to me, throwing out the words. <laughs> he's he's dropped off. Diametrics. Diametrically, he, he's 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 completely dropped off the radar now since he's. Good. Did he lose Labour the last election? No, just think about Russell Brand. Everyone thinks I hate Russell Brand. I don't hate Russell Brand. I hate the people who like Russell Brand. They're the ones that they're the. Hang on, hang on. I don't know about that. I do. You hate yourself. I I hate Russell Brand. (laughs) You you hate yourself. Not a fan of Russell Brand. Oh, but you said you don't hate him. But you hate people who like him. So you don't hate him, therefore you like him. Well, no, and you hate people who like him. You can have an indifference to someone. You don't like him, you love him. I even want to give him fellatio. I want to cut his throat. Do you know what I mean? It's not a case of yeah, 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 yeah. It's the marmite man. But I hate his fans. But he was he was getting quite political for a while. Well, I think political and inverted commas. There's a lot of really dumb people who think he's smart and listen to what he says. Yeah. And he said, oh, you shouldn't vote. Yeah. You At all. You shouldn't vote. Don't vote for anyone. Don't vote for any party. Whatsoever. Then he has Ed Miliband on. Hmm. Talks to him for 15 minutes. He's like, oh, you should vote Labour. Yeah. It's like, hold on, Russell, you told me not to vote. So that window from voter registration came and went. So before the window for voter registration mm. closed, Russell was saying, don't vote, don't bother registering to vote, blah, blah, blah. That window comes and goes, oh, you should vote Labour. So he lost his credibility completely. I remember the backlash, oh my God, it was joyous. Like all of his really dumb fans who were like, oh, Russell, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my God, you sold out. <laughs> you sold out. He sold out 15 fucking years ago. He's on a money-making bandwagon. That's his shtick. He writes a book about a topic he doesn't know anything about. He makes a million pounds off of it, and then he fucks off and does something else. Mm. He's not even done any uh, films or TV recently. I think he's done uh, a, a oh, tour. This, oh, this is my favourite film book. by Russell Brand. This is how full of shit he is, right? Uh, he was in Hollywood making movies. Uh, he made three movies in a row that flopped big time. Get him to the Greek. Right? Did that uh, flop? Arthur. Arthur and, and... There was one more, and it was, it was a complete failure, right? And he goes, oh, I left the luxury lifestyle of Hollywood. No, Russell, you had three flops in a row. They left you. <laughs> the script stopped coming to your door. That's what the fuck happened. Katie Perry stopped giving a shit about you. He's not that bad. But do you think Jeremy Hunt should be fired? Do you think he's caused so much trouble? That yes, he I do. I think he will. I think he will or go. Do you he think will... like Michael Gove, he should just be moved? He, he will probably be moved like Michael Gove. Or but it looks like Cameron's actually supporting I mean, what, uh, Nikki Morgan replaced Gove uh, as Education Secretary, didn't she? Yeah, and she's almost hated as much as Gove. She's got a really weird face. I'm sorry. I know that's such a sexist well, thing Well, the to thing say is, she didn't really drop. She didn't really drop. It's a criticized, <laughs> right? Yeah. How comfortable are you with this idea of teaching kids uh, gender fluidity? 
Um, I haven't really thought about it that much, to be honest with you. It's but it's isn't it? uh, quite possibly. I don't know. There's already big fucking uproars about teaching uh, 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 sexual education to uh, children. Lots of parents see it as an unnecessary evil that children should only I be think, exposed to later I in think life. The toys are saying it's not going to be compulsory anymore. I think it should be compulsory. I think you vary dependent ten. on the level of detail that you go into. Yeah, ten because that's the year group that I teach, and I need to be exposed to <laughs> basic information about their about their uh, uh, changing in life because they're going to be going through puberty and some of the children Let's will have begun them. going through Let's puberty at the age of 10 or 11. Right. Well, no, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> some of them have kids. Yeah. Some of them are in long-term relationships. Well, I, I, I don't <laughs> know about that, but considering there's been uh, custody cases over the toys. in the news of children who uh, became parents at the age of 13. This is how much of a radical I am, right? Uh, I God. think you should have your kids young. I think you should have your kids at 13, get them out what? of the way, and then when you're 19, you join the workforce, you get to say, hey, look, my kids are all grown up, they're at school, I'm ready to earn my way now. Well, well it's more to say, well, no, it's a ridiculous idea, mainly because, <laughs> <laughs> let me just shit on that idea for a couple of ways. <laughs> it was Trump-esque. How do we mention Trident from this? Trident's basically, Trident's basically a useful way of saying, like, there's enough money to pay for anything. Well, yeah, basically, no Trident makes us look like we don't have the money to defend ourselves and removes us in our standing from a world-leaving country. I mean, this is Not what, that we are necessarily. This is the crux of the issue. And this is what we do in this country. Is we don't, Whenever we decide to talk about something, we do our very best not to talk about it. Yeah. The real crux of the issue here with Trident is what is Britain's place in the world? Yeah. Do we want a seat at the table with the big boys or not? If you want a seat at the table with the big boys, we have to keep Trident. We yeah. have to stick, stay in NATO. We have to commit to uh, a certain percentage of a nuclear GDP. power. You can't have it both ways. I know a lot of people that want to get rid of Trident, but don't want us to give up our seat on the UN Security Council. It's like you can't have it both ways. Yeah. If you get rid of one, you have to get rid of everything. You have to leave NATO. If we leave the EU, for example, we're giving up our place at the table. I know that. I'm okay with that. But Tim, are you saying the money saved on Trident? What What could that money be spent on? The money saved on Trident. Anything, because it's like about a hundred billion pounds or something I ridiculous. Think the total cost to renew it, yeah, by twenty twenty five, will be a hundred billion pounds. Yeah, hundred billion. Do you know what the cost of not renewing it is? About fiver. It's a hundred billion. What? What? A hundred billion to deconvert all the submarines and all of that. Why do they have to deconvert them? Can't they just? They don't need it anymore. Can't they just 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 not touch them? That won't well, cost they, anything. They cost a lot of money to run. Can't they just just sink them to the bottom of the ocean? Well, this is Corbyn's idea. Was was it? Well, why don't we just take the missiles off them? then what the fuck are they doing in the sea? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think every country should keep, you know, one or two warheads just in case fucking Godzilla attacks or something. <laughs> but really, nuclear weapons, they're, they're like, it's, very, it's old technology. It's 60, 70 years old. I think There's Superman definitely... 5 got it right, yeah. where he, uh, he gathered them all up. up in a net and then flew them into the sun. Yeah. But you've got to remember, that's what created Solar Man. Hmm. And is that, that was a fuck is? up. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't Nuclear it? Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man, that's it. It's better really? than Solar Man. That was his name. Nuclear yeah. Man. You shit.
Yeah, including uh, Superman versus Batman. Yeah, or we, Batman versus Superman, depending on which way you want to say it. Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice, that's Justice. it. Well, you know, the bad guy, they've already released it. The bad guy's fucking Doomsday, but a really yeah, shit exactly. Doomsday. Yeah. They should annoying. not have released that trailer. Yeah. They should have just released like, this oh, one good, with Batman like, fighting oh, Superman, yeah. which was actually quite good. Yeah. And then just leave Doomsday till the very end. They should end. have even introduced Wonder Woman as a teaser. They should just have yeah. those two. Oh, and just like, oh, wow. Is she with you? <laughs> Mike, the only, the only thing... I'm definitely going to go and see it. And I do like... Oh, I oh, love... And I well, I, I, I really trash, enjoyed. I enjoyed. Disappointing. I enjoyed three hundred and Zack Snyder's Watchmen. I think he's he's he, he's, he's good for those sort of films. But the one thing that depresses me is like just because a story is serious, why does it have to be dark? And if thematically something is dark, why does it have to be visually dark as well? I thought I'm going to need to bring some night vision goggles into the cinema when I see this film. It just looks so well, dark. It adds a sense of seriousness to it. But why yeah, do but they? But, the but, but but if it's got a good Good scripts, good actors, they can impart the seriousness. It doesn't have to be like pissing down with rain in every scene just to make well, them look tough. It's also based around the comic. Is it Batman yeah. Returns or the, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns? Returns. Yeah, it's that dark. One. But and it is dark because it's set in Gotham, which uh, is meant to be a shitty fucking scene. But Batman I, during the daytime does not look half as cool. Exactly. Mm, you're right. But I, I, I like my comic book like films to be colourful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the Batman. <laughs> okay, like, like, but yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Um, but the, the Age of Apocalypse um, oh, trailer look good. I want to see Age of Apocalypse. I just want to see Psylocke. I'm just pissed off at the fact that the horsemen are now random fucking mutants that the You've public are like more. Magneto. you got Angel. Magneto's fucking death now or something, or war probably. Yeah. But who like plays Xavier? What's the Scottish actor? James McAvoy. No, no, James McAvoy is the new... James McAvoy, McAvoy shaves his head. Yeah. Like classic Xavier style. And yeah. there's no, there's no, um, no Hugh Jackman. Good. They say there isn't. Good. They've got to give him... Yeah. They've got to give him a cameo, though. No, they're not getting, they, they gave him a cameo in... Um, what was the first Fassbender X-Men? First Class. First Class, yeah. yeah. Very short cameo. They gave cameo, Wolverine yeah. a cameo yeah, 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 yeah. in that. Wolverine's had, what, eight or nine movies? Oh, yeah. That pretty much all yeah, Jackman's sucked yeah, yeah. that money teeth. But what death. a great Wolverine he's been. I think he was, uh, was really I good. I didn't like the Wolverine films. The first the one was rubbish. The one was awful. Fights like, yeah, it's like the one where he bad. fights the uh, Silver Samurai at the end. That's okay. Which one? No, that's the one where he fights Super Sabretooth, isn't it? Sabretooth. Sabretooth's a midget. Sabretooth should be fucking twice the size of Wolverine. Wolverine's supposed to be short. He was bigger than... Uh, it was, what's yeah, his name? He was in Yeah, yeah. But Hugh Jackman's, Hugh Jackman's like 6'2". He's a big guy. No, he's not. He's about 5'11". Like I like Hugh Jackman, but... They, they make him look shorter, though, the way they shoot well, it. They have to. Wolverine's I was really surprised when they cast stocky. him. I saw him, he was like, he's too big to be Wolverine. He should be like a midget. But no, he's... he's... So, I mean, are you looking forward to Batman versus Superman? Because I think it's going to be awful. I'm looking forward to it, but the one I'm actually looking forward to more and that I'm more invested in is um, Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I liked uh, Winter we Soldier. Fa- Winter yeah. Soldier was very but good. As well it as was the Soldier... best out of the latest we've, Marvel films. We've had like the, the Avengers the... films, the Thor films. It's just oh, the great. Thor, the second Thor film was a fucking travesty yeah. for selling. But, it, but it's great how they've tied it all together and there is this sort of underlying thread about the Infinity Gems. Oh yeah, Thanos is coming. And, um, I just hope Thanos isn't going to. I just think the way they everyone was hoping it would build to it in the comic uh, community because they see Thanos as being like the ultimate bad guy in the wider scheme of the Marvel universe. I'm getting bored of waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. there is that. But but it's but, but, in the, but, time. but I think in, in the meantime we've got the battle between uh, 
Tony Stark and Steve Rogers to to get our teeth into. I don't think there's because gonna be it's as nice places as it could be. Though. Yeah, but the thing is, like I say, we've actually had a few films where they've been in together, and they've actually built up a nice friendship, a nice rapport. So yeah, I think it it's actually going to be yeah, quite. I think it's going to be quite a gut punch to see them at each other's throats. The actual plot of Captain America: Civil War doesn't quite make sense to me, right? Yeah, that basically is, the government wants. But my understanding is. The Avengers, every time they go on a mission, they wreck a city. Yeah. They completely destroy buildings or what have you. Because yeah. Basically because of the Hulk, right? So the US government is saying, we have to start regulating you. We have to start limiting what you can do, what you can't do. Well, it's and more so keeping Captain track. America yeah. is the one that says, no, freedom! Yeah. We should be able to do whatever the hell we want to protect our country. And it's Tony Stark, of all people, who's, no, 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 we should be on the government side. We should let them regulate them. Tony Stark would never do that. Which is why in the comics it was obviously a lot longer in build-up and there were reasons given to it whereby Stark had first-hand either caused or been an accomplice to levels of destruction and uh, a group of young mutants who were unregulated ended up wiping out an entire town because they allowed a bad guy, I think it was someone called Nitro, to explode destroying the town yeah and that got a lot of media attention uh and stark ended up agreeing with the president that some form of control or tracking needed to be in place so that they knew the actions to make superheroes accountable for the things that they did whereas captain america saw it as a bit of a big brother state and he's like this is part of what i fought in the first second world war yeah He's like, this is part of what I've been fighting for, and I can't represent this as an American under the ideals of the um, Constitution. Constitution, thank you. But the movie is not going to do this justice. I think, from what I'm getting, the movie Captain America's main uh, drive for it is trying to protect his friends, Bucky Winter Barnes, Soldier, the Winter no, Soldier. No, no, no. Yeah, because the government want him to hold him to account for the assassination period that he went through when he was under the control of Hydra. Who on the Avengers? Who are they? How are they going to split that up? Who's going to be on Captain America's side? Well, I think in the in the Scarlett Johansson. In the tra- got that. Oh, I'm kind of attracted to you. I, no, I think I think she's with Tony Stark. She in, in, was in, in, originally in, in, in the trailer, they show them over. lined up. Yeah. You can see who's who's on whose side. But in terms of Iron Man's motivation for the film being yeah. slightly different from the comics that I saw in the trailer, War Machine, War Machine is it looks really messed up, and maybe you know he's want to get some revenge for him. But it also should be good. It looks like there's great action. We're going to have some new characters introduced in Black Panther and um, Martin <laughs> Martin Freeman from the the Hobbit. He has. Oh, yeah. He is has he? a. I don't know, but he he has a a part in it. He's he's going to well, be some. Be I don't think so. I think he's going to be some sort of government liaison. But he'll oh, probably yeah, great character actor. But I think we'll also. I've heard rumours. There's also going to be um, Ant Man will be turning into Giant Man. Good. Which I'm really looking forward to. Because Ant Man is his own. Giant Man. Basically, he can Ant-Man. grow as well as shrink. Yeah. The only thing I liked about Ant Man was the choreography. The I really oh, liked um, I really oh, so liked the bit it? at the end where he shrunk to the quantum level. He pressed that button. He was like, what the fucking woman did that in the first place? Oh, I can't go. Oh, wait, just. Yeah, but just just conceptually, I like what I they were saying cool. where he was Ant Man for so long that it obviously had physiological impacts on him, which is why he's so short. Combining. Captain America Civil War and Superman versus Batman. The bad guys are always terrible, aren't they, in these films? You never what about really, Loki? Loki, really was, Loki was yeah, brilliant. The problem, the problem with Loki, though, right? He was the only one who 
find any character in Avengers, the first yeah. film. Yeah. He was the only one who had any character and he had any motivation. You, you knew what he stood for, what he mm. wanted. I still think so that's a great up, movie, though. It could have been rubbish, but yeah. More than the Avengers. He almost wanted to win. Yeah. You know, that's terrible storytelling. The character you're supposed mm. to dislike mm. is the one you love the most. But that's a good actor. He's really got his teeth into that role. And he's... Who is the main villain? Because Batman versus Superman is set up as it's Batman versus Superman. Well, it's apparently it's Lex Luthor's pulling all the strings yeah. behind the scenes, so making them fight each other. Who is the main bad guy in Batman versus Lex Luthor? Lex Luthor and Doomsday. But that's not a, that's not a fight that's going to last long. Batman Doomsday and Superman, Superman teaming Superman. up against Lex Luthor. Well, Lex will probably have some stupid robot suit. It always yeah, ends up in robot suits. Fucking Doomsday and Doomsday, of course. Yeah, they've already revealed that's the main fight. Yeah. Sorry. They've already revealed that Doomsday is the last fight. Yeah, Zod. Um, and it's three against one. Yeah, well, Doomsday should be able to take them all. Superman only barely And apparently them. they're they also going to introduce members of the Justice League as well, so it won't just be three against one. It'll be like six or something. They'll all right, f- what? Who? Green well, Lantern. <laughs> uh, Cyborg, Aquaman, and The Flash. They're but all going to be in it. They're all going to be in it. Yeah. Isn't this what they're obviously trying to set up? Justice yeah, Justice League. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, this is their way of building into it. I don't think it's going to go well. But that's that's why I think I, th- I don't think a dark tone suits Justice, Justice League. League. So obviously, speaking of comic book movies, one release this week that has been highly anticipated is a film called Deadpool, starring Ryan Reynolds as a smarmy, wisecracking. I wouldn't say smarmy. Breaking. It's the perfect character for Ryan Reynolds. See, al- already you've tainted it with your hatred of Ryan Reynolds. I do hate Ryan. I know. I, I like Ryan Reynolds because uh, I don't take him too seriously. I don't see him as a serious actor, but That's what he impossible. does is very fucking funny. Yeah. Why is it impossible? He's not a serious actor in any way. <laughs> no, he does I don't it as a job. He's That's quite serious. Where he's played a particularly serious character. Paul? The Deadpool character is perfect for Ryan Reynolds. Well, not really, because because Deadpool he's supposed to be like a wisecracking character, but he's also meant to be completely batshit fucking crazy with split personalities, and he regularly in the comics breaks the fourth wall. Uh, do you think that's depth or just a gimmick, though? Well, it is a gimmick because the character was created as a bit of a piss take of DC characters. He was supposed to be uh, Slade Wilson's um, Deathstroke, Deathstroke, the Terminator from DC he's Comics. Pop, he's a very like serious, mask, yeah, he's a very serious DC uh, supervillain. I've only read one Deadpool comic, to be fair. Okay, and that's what I'm basing this off of. It's the one where he goes around killing all of the Marvel superheroes. That's a brilliant fucking I uh, it was comic. Absolute shit. What? I hated the character. I hated Why? Him so much. Well, he, that was an alternate version. Yeah, know, it's not canon, but yeah, I know. I appreciate that, but at the same time, I was just this character has no depth. Oh no, whatsoever. some st- Deadpool mm. to me represents. We've done all of the. Characters, He's an anti-hero. We've done all of the characters we can think of. We've done all of the powers. We just don't have any other ideas, and we're just going to come up with a gimmick, and we're just going to hope it sells. I think he sort of he he was basically like a product of the the nineties, where yeah. people uber violent. Yeah, but like everybody sort of got even before the internet really took off. Everybody was more into everyone sort of got into pop culture, and you sort of reference pop culture a lot more in your day to day conversations. And I think Deadpool was like one of those. But that strikes me as really it's superficial. Yeah. But that, that, but that is his character. He is a superficial character. But there, there is, is some him. stories is great really deep. Oh, no. They're, they're, honestly, there's some stories where there's a lot of depth. Where he's, he's adopted, he's adopted um, kids. He's married to a woman. Right, so this is how his character's really changed over the years, actually, from when he first started. This is how they try and make him sympathetic, right? He has cancer. He's diagnosed with cancer. Yes. And he's thinking, oh, I've got a young daughter to take care of. I think he's yeah. just got a birdie, like... 
Is he in a constant state of flux then? He's dying and not dying yeah, at the same time. Yeah. And that's why his skin looks all. Mm. It also uh, explains why he's fucked up in the head as well. Split you can't imagine it's uh, yeah, pleasurable. In the comic I admittedly again, only one comic that I read, but yeah. his the way they portrayed his schizophrenia was like how a ten year old, an eleven year old would have written it. Well or in he the has comic good voices and he has bad voices. I love just just as a little just as a little aside, that reminded me of a really cool uh, storyline in um the Batman comics. Basically Bruce Wayne, he sort of prepared a, a fallback identity in case he had like a sort of breakdown. He had this sort of emergency day. personality, yeah. <laughs> that he could that he could come into. And it was like a sort of Batman in a really multicoloured, garish, like rubbish looking costume with a baseball bat. And no technology, and he was just going around like whacking people. Whenever you have Jones, a... when Batman's run out of money, <laughs> yeah, basically. <Bat> bum. <laughs> what, are, what are you expecting from the film of Deadpool? You know the comics. A lot of violence, lot of shitty one-liners. Yeah, I, I want a lot more sex and violence but than we're to... used to in well, comic book films. Pansexual. I think that's just Ryan front cover. Reynolds is pansexual, not the character Deadpool. Yeah, I think that's just no, bollocks. No, no, no. It's, it's written into the story that he's I just saw. I just really? saw on the front no, page of the means... Guardian. I just saw on the front page of the Guardian. Oh, we've got a pansexual superhero now because Deadpool says like one gay joke in the whole film. I thought it was bollocks. He his sidekick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have a sidekick. Basically, well, Deadpool. He probably just. I think just because he's just because he's a bit camp doesn't doesn't make him gay. Just because he's a bit camp doesn't make him gay. Yeah, exactly. But Ryan Reynolds apparently wants to make him gay in the next film. It's up to him. Well, Marvel has started making gay superheroes. You know, Iceman, for example, is he gay? Gay? He was always a little bit. Yeah, but they've actually made him come out as gay. But he uh, he he had girlfriends. He had girlfriends in um, yeah, I know comics before. Look at it. He picked the one girl he could never fuck. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Manly Sharon. We heard from Tim what he's expecting from Deadpool the movie. Yeah. Cameron, what are you expecting? Like I said, a lot of violence, uh, a lot of quips and shitty one-liners. Deadpool as a character isn't strong enough to, much like as Tom would say about Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Yeah. You think Ryan Reynolds isn't strong enough to hold a role. That's Deadpool great. as a character isn't really strong enough to hold a role throughout the entire film as well. Time, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which is why I reference you. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Ryan Reynolds, given a strong character, can carry a film on his own. And I don't think the character of Deadpool is strong enough. I will to give carry. you Green Lantern. I'm going into it open minded, even though it doesn't sound like that. Yeah. I am gonna judge it objectively and I'm hoping it does impress me because I am getting a little bit bored of comic book movies. Yeah, I'll get you that. Oversaturation of the market. The comic book movie fatigue. For me, that is is a real thing. Yeah. So of the three, which are you most looking forward to? Deadpool, Superman versus Batman, or Captain America Civil War? For me, Captain America Civil War, because it's a continuation of a story. I'll be able to see what's going on in the actual film, because it won't be shot in the dark, like the Batman. You can't even see half the action. I'm most looking forward to Superman versus Batman, because I just want to see how god-awful it is. I think it'll be better than we think. Yeah. But it would just be too dark for me. And James, you, you're looking forward to Deadpool most. Yeah, I'm not taking I it really as seriously as the other superhero films. I'm just watching it for fucking shits and giggles. But at the same time, I think it will be very enjoyable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to call it a day on this one. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Cameron, thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. We'll see you again Bye. Bye. You hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> you hang up first. Go on. <laughs>